0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Introspect. This is Cameron. And this is Josh. This time we have a special guest on the podcast. We're really excited about it. Her name Um, is Vivian.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Vivian Harper. Thanks for having me here. I'm real excited.
0: Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's great to have you on here. Um, Just a quick background on how I know you. You were a coworker with Josh, right? And you became a good friend of mine. And I've only known you for a couple months, but I've learned a lot from you.
1: Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I met Josh through Wells Fargo. Yeah, good old Wells Fargo days. Good old Wells Fargo. Yep, (laughs) and met Cameron through Josh. Right. Yeah. And look at that. Look at look at where we are now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about yourself, though, Vivian. What do you do? What you What you doing here in Boulder? What's going on?
1: So yes, I live in Boulder, Colorado. I study economics and business at CU, which is very exciting. Right. Um, Definitely have a little bit of interest in finance and the economy and. You know, stonks, crypto, all that good stuff. Right, right. I'm originally from Merced, California, small little little town in California. Shout out! And now I, I still work at Wells Fargo. Josh has left me, but I am still there. I'm a teller at Wells Fargo.
0: Cool. Do you like it?
1: I do. I do. It's yeah. it's it's a good intro job with full time benefits right. and um a lot of a lot of extra perks in it. So yeah.
0: Right. And you're kind of doing what you're going to school for too, right? You get some experience with money and, and finances and you're you're getting to use that skill, I guess. In right?
1: Talking to people about their finances because yeah. that's often the hardest part. It's a very sensitive subject. Right,
2: which Josh knows a lot about. Oh my God, people get so sensitive about their money with good, good reason. Good it's right. reason. A very exactly. emotional subject for sure. Yeah. But yeah, well, well with that being said, um, you know, what are some of the things that you've learned from studying at CU Boulder? Anything you can shed some light on? Just like one or two points or even from Wells Fargo as well.
1: A lot of the things I use, or I guess a lot of the things I learn at CU, I use in in real life and I utilize at the bank and help develop my professional career as I keep going. Um, So at CU, you know, we learn a lot about networking and communicating and making those connections that really matter. Right. And so then I kind of take that to Wells Fargo and I meet with customers and clients and I build this rapport with them and they love me and they know my name and it's really great because... You know, those are tools I can use later on. A lot right. of these people own Definitely. businesses. And, you know, they're, they're big people in the Boulder area.
0: Yeah, there is. So,
1: you know, I, I take that. Um, another thing CU's taught me,
0: mm-hmm.
1: budgeting, because that school is very expensive. Right.
2: So <laughs> oh, yeah. <Yes. clears throat> I figure out
1: how to pay for the school. You know, I got to work full time for it. Um, But that's just what you do. Yeah, absolutely. Making it, making it yeah. work.
2: So why would you pick economics out of all the things? I mean, there's a lot of things in that business school. Leads a huge school for for business in colorado in general and maybe even on the national level as well so
1: ranked 17 in the national level thank you very much fell just a few points
0: what because you
2: got there that's why (laughs) Yeah,
1: i got there and they they fell in ranking yeah so why'd
2: you pick economics when you could have picked you know finance like i know you you talk a lot about international economics and internal affairs Mm -hmm. and stuff like that international affairs sorry
1: it took me a, a while to find a major that worked for me. I hmm. started out as an international affairs major because okay. like Josh mentioned, I do have a lot of interest in global e- economics and, and working with some of our trade partners overseas and stuff. Right. Um, so started there. Wasn't for me. I was writing 12 page papers, said I got to do something else. Yeah. Um,
2: dear Lord. Yeah. Dear, yeah right.
1: Right. And then I said, okay, well, what am I passionate about? The climate change, the environment. So I was like, I'm going to study environmental science and figure right. out how to save the planet. Well, that was very hopeless. <laughs> and, right. and a lot of the stuff they tell you is just sad facts. Um, <laughs> and I think that the way to change that and to help the world and to, you know, influence policies is to have a lot of money.
2: It involves a lot of money. It
1: involves a lot of money. Mm. And to change the world, you got to have money. So I started looking into some business degrees and business majors to start looking into um and economics seem like a good one it kind of takes a little bit of humanities a little bit of like the way people think and work with a lot of math and data and analysis behind it and then a whole lot of theory a lot of it's just theory Theory
2: and (laughs) and numbers and charts yeah man and some of those economists
1: want to pull numbers and data out of any little orifice they can (laughs) i'm like why are you doing this
2: right sometimes they make interesting points with those those numbers and data but um, one thing that I learned from my little baby economics classes that I took is I remember we had a guest speaker that was like, I can pull up any number, any numbers and charts and correlate them together yeah. on a chart right. and make you believe whatever I want you to believe. So just question everything.
1: <laughs> it's endless. And a lot of it is persuasion in, in conversation. A lot it's of it like comes psychology, down. psychology, right? Like psychology. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I like it. I like that it kind of brings a lot of different math and analytical aspects with a lot of just the way people's brains work,
0: right? Yeah, it touches on a lot of different like studies and mm-hmm. ideas, and just yeah, makes sense.
1: Really neat. And then I also have the business minor, um, and that just seemed like a good good thing to pack up with my economics.
0: <laughs> right, and just a point, like we've been hanging out, um, us three, right? And I see you two josh and vivian just you guys go deep into some financial talk and throwing out lingo and i'm not the most knowledgeable when it comes to that so i'm just like trying to take notes and understand but i can tell that you guys really vibe on that level right you understand because you both study that in a a certain degree right
2: yeah i mean i shoot her questions but what 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 he means is like i i hit her with some questions that i don't know the answer of i'm just like "Hmm." well you guys both do that to each other yeah
0: you know what i'm saying Yeah. yeah
2: Like the latest one that I asked her, we were talking about um, you know, cryptocurrency and the the use of, of that technology and I asked her, you know, when it comes to the federal government and the you know, federal the Fed and the banking system right regulating the economy and controlling economic growth and stuff like that, how are they gonna do that when all this money is you know, all this US dollars are, are leaving Our economy going into stable coins and then moving into a decentralized, a decentralized, you know, currency, because it's technically leaving the country and we're losing that money. And so, therefore, the economy
0: is losing that money, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is deep, but that comes with you guys. We've been talking about crypto a lot, you know? Yeah. And you have, with everybody, has these questions when it comes to that about how does that fit into the current financial systems that we have built, right? With this DeFi system. And but yeah, that's besides the point. But yeah, it's just cool to see you guys exchange knowledge like that. Appreciate that, and uh, and I learned from it. So
1: I like asking each other these really tough, really specific questions, and then kind of picking them apart together and using our own brains together to come to some sort of idea consensus. We almost come to an
0: idea that's like neither one of us alone could have come to alone, right? Right. Um, which is really cool to see that happen. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I think we all add
2: a perspective to it, but
0: yeah, yeah, Vivian,
2: uh, we'll talk about business a little later, but tell me about your personal life. I know you have a cat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have a cat. Her name is Arlo. Uh, she doesn't pay rent yet, but that's okay. We're working on it.
0: She'll get there. She'll
1: get there. I got a couple of roommates in Boulder who I really like. My my best friend, Emma, I've lived with her for a little bit. Shout out to Emma. And of course we got Hunter. So yeah, us three living it up in downtown Boulder with the cat. It's pretty fun.
2: Well, I mean, I imagine so. It's Boulder. It's, it's CU Boulder. There's always an event down there. There's always, you know, something on Pearl Street.
0: Yeah. And
1: 35,000 kids at that school. Yeah, there's Jeez. something to do. It's It's crazy.
0: Right. And you kind of live in like this... You're right close to the campus. You right. Know?
1: I live in College Central right College there. College
0: Central, mm-hmm. right.
1: I have drunk kids walking through my, my backyard all the time trying to find their house. Man. Get out.
0: <laughs> I can't imagine just waking up to that. Yep. I mean, I mean real quick, what came to my mind is because you're really trying to focus on your studies, right, and do well in school. Mm-hmm. But there's also that balance of like the college life and having fun and like going to parties and whatever it may be. Yeah, I'm still an
1: undergrad, you know. Yeah, you're still an undergrad. Yeah, right? I have things to do.
0: Is it hard though, living that close to the campus, like in College Central, while you're you're trying to to focus? Are you able to find a good balance between the two? Absolutely.
1: Question. It's called it's called balance. It's called self control. Right. Um, So, oftentimes, yeah, I do have to leave my house and go to like a cafe or go to Josh's house or that kind of thing. Yeah. Some some party's going on or whatever and I have to do work. That's okay.
0: All right. That makes sense. I make it work.
1: And now I have a bedroom. um, So, I have a door that I can close, which is (laughs) nice.
0: Yeah. I saw your old place because I helped you move out of it. And uh, just to throw it out there, it was really cool because you... You were I mean, if it's okay to say this, but you were to save money too. You were with your same roommate, Emma, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were just like living in a makeshift room, which was like a dining room, but you were still hustling in that room and like just yeah. living your life. And I was like, dang, it, that takes a special kind of person to be able to do that. Definitely. Do that. Yeah. The, the whole curtain as a door. Yeah. A curtain a as wall. a door. Boulder's
1: an expensive place. You got to do what you got to do. Dang right. Now I can afford a door.
2: Congratulations. It's funny
1: how that works. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, uh, moving forward, um, are you, do you think you're going to stay in Boulder long term? What, what are you thinking?
1: Boulder's cool. Boulder's great for the, the four, four or five years I plan to be here for my degree. Um, but I know there's more out there. So I'm right. already thinking about venturing out. I'm assuming my career will take me to New York City at some point. Okay. Probably some other big city, San Francisco, something like that. Right. Um, I guess we'll just see. Yeah. But I, I know I won't stay in Boulder.
2: Yeah, okay. the world is out there.
1: The world is out there, yeah. Right. There's a lot of stuff out there.
2: All right, well, um, I have a question that I prepared for this podcast. Oh, cool. Vivian, what is your biggest failure? Oh. Oh, nice. biggest failure. <laughs> it's a good one.
0: Mm?
1: You know what taught me a lot? You what? Know, I had my identity stolen a couple of years ago.
2: Okay. Oh, right? Wow, okay. And I
1: mean some of it's my failure, some of it's not, obviously. There's only so much you can control there. Um, but yeah, two, two and a half years ago, it was it was learned that somebody was using my social to apply for a bunch of benefits in California at the time that I was already living here in Colorado. And I had to file a bunch of paperwork with the three main credit bureaus and get all of that figured out and situated and straightened out. And it was really hard. It was really hard for almost a year there because, you know, mm. I had a 400 point credit score. Nobody Oof. trusted me. It looked like I was doing all this weird legal activity. And I just had to accept that that happened um, and right. move on from there.
2: Well, what did it teach you? Did, did it teach you to like?
1: Taught me to, to set account alerts on everything. Yep. <laughs> Do right. not use the same password.
2: Okay. <laughs> um. Rip. And I need to stop doing
1: that. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> and you have to just be uh, mindful of what's going on.
0: Um, yeah, definitely. And
1: learn to play the game with the credit bureaus because they don't make mm. it easy. They don't want it to be easy.
0: God,
2: no. That's why there's three of them.
1: That's why there's three of them. You have to communicate to all three separately. You have to you know, freeze your credit. You have to do a right. lot of extra steps after something like that happens. Um, and it was really tough and I thought I would never recover from it.
2: Did you get a new social or anything like that?
1: No, but they did clear my, my social and everything on it, which is good.
2: Well, on the other side of that, what do you, uh, what do you consider your biggest accomplishment to date?
1: Well, after that, after my 400 uh, credit score, we brought it back up to an 800, you know. Nice. A am, year, yeah. year and a half later, we're back. That was really great. So, I've learned a lot about credit, credit management, my mm-hmm. own personal finances, of course, working at the bank, expedited that quite a bit. Okay. Um, and, you know, some of my biggest successes, being out here, being out here all by myself. Right. All on my own. No parental help, just little 20-year-old Vivian, been out here from the beginning, all me. Dang. Um, uh, That's good. Working full time the whole time. Saving money. Investing money.
0: Yeah. Learning. Failing. Failing. Winning. A little bit of everything. You got to do
2: it all. Vivian, what, uh, we've talked about this, but I just want to catch it on there. Why why do you want to go into business? Why do you want to go into economics? What drives you to to be here? What drives you to, you know, I know you want to start your own business. What, What do you think is your why as to why you do these things?
1: There's a couple of, of reasons. I think we can all agree there's many of reasons as to yeah. why you're doing something. Um, so my biggest motivator in, in business and the economy and, you know, things I want to change is our actual legislation and processes. Like okay. I think, you know, the, the financial industry, it's, it's dirty. It's, you know, Wall Street, dirty. Big um, finance. Big, big finance. Yeah, big bank. It's, it's wrong. Um, and, you know, working in it, you get to see it every day. Right. Um, and i don't like hurting everyday consumers and customers and people like who are us everybody listening everybody here um so i want to challenge big bank i want to come out with a different a different way to to handle finances you know whether that be defi
0: or yeah. You, you know. So like in a way that's not as greedy as it kind of currently feels.
1: Right. That gives the power back to the people. Okay. Unless in big government institutions.
2: Okay.
0: Like, right. Exactly. Like yeah. big bank.
1: Um So yeah, I want to challenge that. I want to shake right. up Wall Street a little bit. Yeah. And again, you got to be really rich to do that. So yeah, you got to have money. You get the money and you, you make the policy changes.
0: How? What is your goal to to achieve that money, right? Just, just curious. Maybe it doesn't have to be a detailed plan. But like, what are you thinking? Like, what? what's one way you can really get some capital?
1: You play their game. Okay. You invest in the market.
0: There you go. Okay. Yeah,
1: you do everything they do. Cool. You find those tax cuts. You, you play the game. Yeah. You, you get all the way to the top. Yeah. Yeah, okay.
2: Tax cuts are huge.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: Tax incentives are massive. Yeah. That's one thing that I was looking at recently is like, um, Amazon was looking at building their new headquarters. This was a little while ago, but they were looking at building a new headquarters and a lot of different states and a lot of different counties in those states were offering you know Amazon major cuts on all taxes federal and state to build their their headquarters there in their state and their respective county because of it would drive so many so much you know business so many jobs it would employ a lot of people in that area it would drive up the value of that area and that's essentially why they aren't paying any taxes just because they help so much with the economy that the government is willing to cut them a break on everything else if they're willing to work inside of the U S
1: and the system's broken Mm because the government likes to give a break to a lot of those ultra rich people and they pay way less in taxes than we do.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. It just sounds bad. You know, like the Amazon is not paying any taxes. Like that's a massive, massive company.
1: Yeah. And of course all that information just came out about the ultra billionaires and congressmen who had all those offshore accounts that's another oh, yeah, that, thing they utilize, yeah. offshore accounts. People don't know about that, you know?
2: That's been huge for forever, though, to, to go park your money somewhere and right. be, you know, poor in this country, but immensely wealthy in the global economic mm-hmm. spectrum.
0: Yeah. See, that's a level of, like, knowledge that you just have to have, right? That allows you to – because knowledge is power, right? So mm-hmm. if you know that and you know how the system works, you can play the game, right? You can, yeah. you can beat it. And, like, for a lot of people, they don't understand, They don't understand finance.
1: And it's because they purposely make it hard. So another big why is bringing financial literacy to the company and to the communities and the people that need it most.
0: Right, which is kind of what you said your purpose was in Um, a a sense, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. educate people so that they
2: can
0: be rich as well. Make educated decisions, yeah, Yeah, about their finances.
1: Absolutely.
2: That's beautiful. Yeah, it's always about turning around and helping others.
1: It's a beautiful thing.
2: Yeah. Um, One thing that I wanted to bring into light I know that you lost a lot of weight at one point. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what you learned? Uh, uh, how you feel now? Do you feel accomplished? Do you feel like you're still going through a process? How, how do you feel about your, you know your progress to, to date?
1: Progress to date, yeah. So, 16 year old Vivian, you know, four years ago, not very not very long ago, right? Um, probably weighed about 265 pounds, and wow. you know I got as little as 150 at one point through powerlifting and yeah, a little weightlifting. Awesome. I got into some some competitive, some competitive powerlifting there, and I was really into it. Um, yeah, I lost over 100 pounds in about a year, which yeah. was really, really exciting. I did that in high school. Um, and again, my main motivator for that was to see if I can do it, to see if I had the grit and the strength and the determination to do it, and I did. And yeah. I, I did it. Wow. And I've kept it off for years now, you yeah. know? And I've I've learned some really healthy habits and developed a whole new lifestyle. Uh, yeah, and you know, awesome. still struggle every day with certain things for as sure. as we one do. does yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My body went through a lot for that, for sure. Um but that was one of the biggest tests that I did. I did it at such a young age that I think that kind like of like lit a fire in me and yeah. it's kind of been going since. I thought if you know, if I if I can do that, I mean I can do anything. This four-year degree can do it. Yeah. Business can do it, anything. So yeah.
2: Is that where that, that clicked in your brain?
1: That's where that clicked. That was honestly one of the biggest moments in my youth. Um, Interesting. Was you know, dedicating hours of, of my time to that and learning about macros and calorie counting and proper forms and weightlifting, and yeah. everything
0: that goes into it became a bit of an obsession for you
1: a little bit of obsession even turned a little unhealthy at one point because that's all you think about you know and that's not how normal people live so yeah
0: yeah
1: so you learn good habits that kind of develop into bad habits and then you gotta find balance
0: right um i'm just curious and maybe this is too personal but did you hit did you hit a certain point where your like self confidence in yourself or something wasn't quite where you wanted it, or you started thinking things or comparing yourself. Like, what really kickstarted you to get on that journey? Yeah, yeah, get on the journey.
1: Oh, baby, I've always thought it was hot shit.
0: Okay. the even, yeah.
1: even 260 pounds, Vivian mean, was That's the American baddest. Show. I don't yeah. even care. It was just yeah. I
0: met you. You're, just, you're a very confident person. Let's yes. put it that way.
1: Yes, yes. I've always been very confident. I you know I was really popular in school, so I never got bullied or anything like that, which is surprising because I would have bullied me.
0: But, <laughs> whatever.
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm super confident. The main motivator for that was I was getting into outdoor education at the time. I was okay. working in Yosemite as a volunteer camp counselor. Cool. And just one of the weeks I was there I just couldn't keep up on the hikes and I thought I want to do this I should be able to hike I should be able to keep up with these eight-year-olds right now okay and that moment like the next day Mm -hmm. I I cleaned out the cabinets threw away all the food my mom was real confused wow did all my grocery shopping and meal prepping after that wow yeah and it was just all on me from then on
0: that is really cool that is really cool story yeah it doesn't have to be like that serious. Yeah, it could that just be, drastic. Yeah, that drastic yeah. It just can be like a decision that you make and then you just stick with it. Yeah. 1% a day. Um, and one thing you brought mm-hmm. up was like how this journey that you went on kind of kicked, it started momentum mm-hmm. for you to really think that you can accomplish all these other goals in your life. Constructed right? that mindset. Yeah, and right. I think we've brought that up on the podcast before or maybe I was talking to Josh about this, but that's what's so beautiful about, just sticking to one thing and accomplishing that because then it does really carry over into so many different mm-hmm. aspects. Yeah, it's just it's a beautiful thing how that works. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, ever since i known you, it was like, I can do this. And I'm like, okay, I believe you, my God. Right. <laughs>
1: and I will do this. And it, yeah, it all stemmed from that because before then, yeah. you know, I was young and I had nothing to to base my motivation off of.
2: Who's your biggest role model in life? Your mom, your... Uh celebrity, do you one? not have one? If you don't have one, that's fair. You that's know, I okay. don't
1: think I have one. Interesting. Which is interesting to think about. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do look up to my mom a lot. I think that, you know, in the toughest times, she's made it happen. And mm-hmm. even throughout my youth, I've watched that woman pull off some amazing things, whether it comes to finances or, you know, getting us to school without cars and, you know, right. bills not being paid on time. So electricity is out. Here's what we're doing kind of thing. She's always made it work. So mm-hmm. I definitely admire her for that. We're all flawed people, you know, so maybe I just don't have a, a big inspiration right now and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. It'll come in time. Maybe on my own damn inspiration. How about that? Yeah,
2: there, well, you go. there it goes. There it
0: is. Oh, <laughs> there's that the confidence. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Who's your biggest role model,
0: Kim? Uh man. Um that's a tough question now that I I really do think about it. Um I think I have several, to be honest. Yeah. I have a lot of people that I look up to. Um uh, my parents, for sure, are a huge Huge role model, even though they're not perfect, right? Because nobody's perfect. But my mom, she's a hard worker. But you want to know one person that I've always really looked up to, and I think you know, is Tim Tebow. Oh, yeah. He's not joking. Tim Tebow's not a great quarterback, but man, that man. The one thing that I love about Tim Tebow more than anything, and I just, you brought it up, so I'm going to bring it up here. Yeah. He played for the Denver Broncos. He was the quarterback when I was like in middle school, right? And he just always seemed so kind and so positive whenever he was giving interviews or even just leading the team, right? But people gave him so much hate, constant hate. And people would like neglect any skill that he had and just said like he's horrible because I just think whenever somebody's that positive, they get a lot of kickback, right? It's just how it works. Light has darkness always. But no matter how much hate he got, I never, ever heard him say anything negative or like steep to a level where he was giving it back. He was just even more intensely positive. And uh, I don't know. I just thought that was really cool and something I wanted to do in my own life, right? Yeah, well, that's a great point right there.
2: Yeah. What about you, Josh? You got any role models? Uh, I mean, I have plenty of role models. I have, you know, people that I know, people that I don't know, you know, people that I look up to. Obviously, my mom, my parents hardworking people. Um, I would say one of my role models would be, you know, my cousin whose also name is Josh. It's pretty funny. Um, yeah, that we just came from the same background, same uh, family, same everything really, but he carries himself very highly and I, he's accomplished a lot for himself. So, you know, thinking about that, imagining that for myself, it, it became possible for myself to obtain my goals and things like that. Seeing, you know, someone come from my level, from my exact background and achieve things that he wanted for himself. So it's all just about
0: work. Yeah.
1: And you know, if my parents aren't my my biggest inspiration, that's okay, but they're definitely my, my motivator. They're my why, because I want to be successful for them so I can put my mom in that nice downtown condo so I can take my dad to that Italy trip he's always wanted to go on. And-
0: That's a great point.
1: Do big things like that with them. Um, yeah. So yeah, everybody back home, that's definitely another big why, a big motivator. <laughs>
0: right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's another point that you just brought up that highlighted your why has to be bigger than you, mm-hmm. right? Because if it's bigger than you, then you're not going to stop for the the small things that you want. To exactly, stop for. it'll carry you further. You know, in in your journey and in your mission, which which I think you said we all have somebody hopefully that's not us that is our our reason why. Exactly, it's our parents or your cat, whatever it is.
1: Glad you said it because I was gonna say it. It's the cat. It's the
0: cat. Kim, you got any any questions for? Her? Yeah, I do. Where do you see yourself? I mean, you have this goal. We kind of talked about what your goals are. But is there one thing that you really want to accomplish in life? Right? One checkbox that you just really you really want to happen no matter what, and you're gonna make it happen. Right? Is there anything that that you want to happen? whether it's a value that you add or a change that you make. And I know you kind of brought that up, but maybe be a little specific.
1: Yeah. Is there a timeline on this? Are we just talking about one big...
2: No, don't
0: put a timeline on it. Let her,
1: let her, her do whatever. Yeah, whatever
2: you
0: think.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, one of my biggest goals right now is, is this business, getting this off the ground, seeing what it can do. And just changing one person's life, teaching them one new thing, Every day is, is a goal of mine. There you go. And that's as simple as it can be. Sometimes I
0: love it. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: and you know I'll do everything in me to to get this business off the ground, to educate people, to make finances democratized for everybody. Right. Um. Yeah. That's
2: that's all Powerful it is. Stuff.
0: Cool. Yeah. I love that answer.
2: One one more question before uh, you know we let you go here, Vivian. What is the most pain you've ever felt? it's 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 a different question than your biggest failure you're, you're, you right. know that's you know something that you you failed at and w- what you learned from it but pain is a is a different entity than that yeah. it can come from something that's not your biggest failure you know yeah when was the moment where you sat down and just like it, we're, were hurt
0: yeah anything in life physical emotional whatever it may be
2: and what did you learn from it
1: the great stock market of 2020 um taught me a lot of pain
2: were you invested before the crash
1: I was investing during the crash, so you know March 2020, everything falls because the pandemic. Right. You know, I'm investing in everything. Um, my kind of my first time. You know, I haven't been doing this very long. That was one of my first times
2: buying stock. Oh, me too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right around that time. So I'm going on a little over a year now. Okay, cool. Um, but you know, the stock market was different then. For you know, eight or nine months there it was rallying, and we were seeing new highs massive you've never gains. seen. Massive gains. Massive gains <laughs> everywhere. Everything I I invested in, you know, double, triple dexed. Um. So it's so exciting. Right. It was so exciting. It was my first time doing it. I was like, oh my God, I'm a God. Like right. I can do anything. Look at this. Look at this win. Um,
2: year later. <laughs>
1: year later. Yeah. We watched thousands go down the drain. Yeah. Because um, I didn't know when to sell and I lost a lot of gains. Okay. But that's, that's the game. That, that's what you do. Right. Um, and so it was painful. Yeah. And I was worried. I was scared. And I thought that, you know, everything I'd worked for, for the long, long, you know, six, seven, eight months there, it was all gone. Um, but, you know, you just have to, you have to get the facts. You have to get the information. You have to know what's going on and go from there
0: yeah
2: so
1: i I think Mm. i turned myself around then because i don't know if you remember but you know i was hitting my margin call
2: yeah she i was pulling money from everywhere she flexed on me she came up to me she's like look at me i've made i have 12 grand here and then like a month i don't know a while later she's like i only have like 6k in here (laughs) i um, I looked at her and i was like you didn't sell anything did you like no no so i mean i learned the exact same thing you you gotta of course understand what's going on make your own You know, educated guesses as to what's going to happen, and but you have to decide. You can't just wait until tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You have to make a choice, and whether you're right or wrong, you have to be comfortable living with you know the repercussion of your action. I went through the exact same thing as you did. I was in the exact same boat. I was like, I am a god, and then I got (laughs) to the point where things started to. We started to get right back into the regular stock market. You know, yeah, right and and we we were going up and down like three or four percent for a while, and then it's different going down. You know. 20% 20% when you when you've been up 100% for like the last couple months, you know. Um yeah. but when you've been floating there at like an up and down, you know, 3-6% right around there and then all of a sudden you go down 15%, it hurts a lot more. It
1: hurts and you get freaked out, man. I was you know mm. 19 years old. I thought I was doing really good for myself and then you see it all go and i'm like yeah. oh shit i'm gonna have to move back home oh no i'm gonna have to pull this account you, you panic for a second yeah um but you know like we talk about you learn a lot from those failures from those losses right and so now i've learned kind of my own new strategy and i've changed things up and right. it's all about keeping the gains right,
0: right, buy, right.
1: buy low sell high or whatever you yeah. just yeah. sell at some point just sell at some point yeah you hold in different accounts different things yeah
0: right yeah if you had right. to uh Go ahead. You adapt, right? You adapt,
1: yeah, to whatever environment you're given. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's what we do as humans. You know, just to highlight the relationship that we, us three, have built now, I think what you've really shown me and what Josh has shown me is like, well, first of all, we now get together. Usually we try to go every Sunday for Mm -hmm. sure, right? And we hang out. And what we do is, well, we don't hang out, but we We don't hang out. We don't hang out. We don't don't even talk. (laughs) Yeah, we don't even talk, but we get together at Josh's place and he's kind of built this like little office. I have a little
2: office. I have three spots for everybody to sit down at.
0: Yeah, and it's really cool and we, you know, there's some mornings we're there at like 6 a.m. We're meeting each other. Yep. Um, sometimes a little later. Sometimes a little later, but we get there, we sit down and we do our work, right? Whether yeah. it's school work. I have homework. Yeah, homework. I'm doing like research or even work, work. work sometimes. Vivian also has homework. Yeah. homework. yeah. And we just like spit ideas to each other, right? And... We talk about things when we can that are really. I'm learning when you guys bring a up lot, subjects. Yeah. I think we all help each other learn, and we do that a lot. Where we like come up with an idea that maybe I wouldn't have come up on my own or vice versa, right? I just really look forward to Sundays because. Oh, of me that. too. Right, I really do, and I think it's a it's a really positive relationship that's been added to my life, um, and I, I'm excited to see where this goes. And like I brought up before relationships are at the root of businesses. Right? Yeah, it's always just people doing things. Right, yeah. And this is giving me like business practice in a sense, right, of being with people, listening to them, taking into account their ideas, and then elaborating on those ideas and seeing what we can implement and how we can build things from that, right? Um So it's just, it's great, and I'm taking notes, and I really look forward to these Sundays and enjoy it, so... me too thank you to that yeah Yeah,
2: thank you to you guys man one of the things that i've learned the most from you know repeatedly coming and sitting down with you guys and just you know doing work next to you guys but also listening to everything is that anything is possible i guess that's like sums up my point right um the world is huge and there's always you know so many people doing so many different things and it's easy to get discouraged whenever you want to chase your dreams or launch something new or go into something you have no idea about what you are doing. Um, but it's a lot less scary when there's three of you (laughs) or more of you that, that are, you know, tagging along on that same journey.
1: But yeah, even today, we were just sitting in complete silence doing our work, and then out of nowhere, Josh asked some random questions about what happens to physical money, you know, once right. we adopt crypto, and then we all just sit there and, and <laughs> yeah. ponder and think and, it, and throw on thoughts.
0: And it got real deep, too. It gets real deep. It got real deep.
1: It's 10, 15, 20-minute conversation, and then we're all just back in our screens, yeah. working.
2: We went yeah. all the way into quantum physics for a minute We there. really
1: did. <laughs> quantum <laughs> computers. And, and, but you know, we all admitted that we didn't know much about I the had no subject. I But we, we weren't
0: afraid to go. Go there.
1: Go there and yeah. ask the questions. Exactly. Do the
0: Google search. and Yeah.
1: You know, it's fun. It's it, fun just to chat. To,
0: yeah, chat. Pick and, brains. Yeah. Think outside the box with other people that Pulls are me will, out of willing mind. to do that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one last point I want to bring up is, you know, like I said at the beginning, I met you through Josh, mm-hmm. right? I don't know if he told you this and I haven't really said this, but he would always bring you up to me. For a long time, we'd hang out and just saying like... Look what she's doing. Like, she's, she's investing this and this and this. Exactly, and yeah. He was very inspired by you in a lot of ways, right? And you're younger than both of us. That's too. why,
2: though, because I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if I knew what you know at, you know, 19, dear Lord, bro, it gives you an edge. Right. And right. so I was like, Cameron, she's smarter than both of us. <laughs>
0: yeah. You're like, this is valuable to us just to learn from, right? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's great. Like, I don't care how old she is. If she's doing that, that's awesome. But I'm just excited to see where you go in life and how, because you, like I said, you're confident and you're just like this energy that, like, pierces through people. And I think it's super cool to watch, and I uh, can't wait to see what you do.
1: I'm excited to see what we do, boys. We and, do. Um, yeah. Yes, and yeah. I would love
0: to love to keep this relationship going and see what we can build from it too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Thanks for being my friend. Um,
2: I've learned a lot in our, uh, like year that we've known each other. Less than that. And uh, I really hope we can go into business, and and I hope we can withstand the the moments of of true conflict and and, and the things that we'll we'll find inside of business. Because I know that there's going to be moments where it's really hard to keep going, and yeah. we want to quit and we want to stop. Um, so I, I'm excited to see if if we can get to those tests and
0: pass, and and make the sacrifices right. Because really. If you're serious about anything in life, there's there's sacrifices you have to make. Right. right. I will sacrifice you, Cameron. And dude, I'm willing to let you sacrifice me. You know what I'm saying? I'll sacrifice to, to you so happen. hard. To make it to, <laughs> to, Please don't say that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Katara, hold on. <laughs> oh, man. Well, on that note, thank Gang. you. Yeah, thank you. Hey, um, any last words, Vivian? Yeah, yeah you want to say, say anything, anything? anything to
2: the people? You want to give them yeah. one piece of advice?
0: Yeah.
1: Power through the failure because you'll, you'll learn more than you ever thought you would. Um, and, you I, and I think that us three are definitely going to be able to do that when we encounter those tough, tough moments mm. and you know, the pain we'll feel, um, we'll endure it and we'll get through it and that's life. Um, I hope whoever listens to this takes that with them and perseveres through whatever comes. Yeah. So that's what you gotta do.
0: Beautiful. Well That so. was perfect.
1: Thank, thank you. Thank you.
0: Right. you. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for listening everybody. Um, really appreciate your time and keep going.
1: Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm glad to you. be your friend.
0: Yeah. Thanks for your time. See you guys. Bye.